So Mason, there's your dad sitting up, perfectly alive. Dad? Oh, uh, it's a miracle. I, I guess I wasn't stabbed fatally after all. Love prevails. But but I saw the skeleton stab you through the chest. There's blood everywhere. The guy at the doorway points his contraption at your dad and then pulls the trigger. Pew, pew, pew. Twice in the chest, once in the head. Your dad hits the floor with a wet thud. Dead for sure this time. Hey, whoa, whoa. My dad was just turning a corner. He, he kind of deserved that. Have but- at ye, vile father slayer. Ah! Run up and attack. You close the distance and the guy leaps backwards away from the swing of the sword. Then he quickly throws his weapon on the ground and puts his hands up. And he says, ah, I'm unarmed. You're a paladin, right? Wouldn't be ethical to kill an unarmed opponent. Well, you... What? You, you can't do that. Look, I'm sorry to make such a dramatic appearance, but I'm not here as an enemy. You killed Mason's father. Uh, well, let's not write him off as a bad guy just for that. Yeah, killing parents is pretty cool, actually. Shut up, Lowry. I mean, my dad in particular had problems. I suppose he was dating a skeleton. All right, you. You're lucky I didn't cleave you in two. You've got one minute to explain. The guy shrugs and says, by my calculations, we've got less than that. Come along, I'll explain on the way as well as I can. Uh, hold on. No. Yeah, that's right. We don't go anywhere with father killers, virtuous or not. All right, I think I see the problem. My name is Max Samuel, and that is not your father. Well, then who is it? An actor, if you couldn't tell by how well he played dead. Was the skeleton an actor? Yes, indeed. If you'll come with me, I'll introduce you. Max heads down the hallway. It's got kind of an industrial look to it, a lot of scaffolding. Then he takes a right and he's gone. Did he leave his gun? He did. You pick it up off the ground, and actually it's not a gun. It looks like a magic wand that's been sawn in half and then put in a tiny little crossbow. Oh, cool. Pull the trigger. You hold the gun straight up in the air and pull the trigger. Pew! It fires off a little bolt of energy. Oh, guys, it's a wand crossbow. How's that better than a regular wand? Well, it's got little sights on the front so you can see where you're aiming better. Oh, that is cool. Let me see. Maxwell pokes his head around the corner. Are you coming? Oh, sorry. You you left your, your thing. Ah, yes, my gun. Toss it here. Actually, don't toss it. Let me get it from you. He walks up and collects his gun. Now, come on. Like I said, we've got less than a minute. Let's go. Less than a minute to what? To escape. He heads down the hallway again. Okay, follow. The hallway leads into a room where you see a stage and a crystal ball. On the crystal ball, it looks like they were watching the room that you were just in. There's a man dressed as a skeleton on the stage. He's been shot. There's a few other bodies laying around, but Max points at that one in particular. There's your skeleton lord, the one who supposedly loved your father, who again is not your father. Aha! A vile necromancer! I knew someone was responsible for the skeletons! Well, necromancy, no. More like remote animation. Pretending to summon skeletons? Then who is the guy who's supposed to be my dad? I believe his name was Jerry Malkovich. Who's Jerry Malkovich? The actor who played your father. Well, why did they hire Jerry Malkovich to impersonate my dad? And then make him say all those things about being in gay love with a skeleton. They're nothing but filthy skeleton cultists, Mason. They would stoop to any level. Classic gay dad loves a skeleton scam. I've seen it run a hundred times. Lowry, no, you have not. I have thought about running it myself. All wrong. Not a cult. Come on, we have to keep going. To the exit. No, I I want answers. Who is Jerry Malkovich? Just an actor. Come on. I can't explain now. We have to move. Did you kill all these people? They're cultists, Mason. It's fine. Is it, though? If they were summoning skeletons, they are, by definition, evil. By definition. Yes, definitionally. Definitionally, we are running out of time if we are not already in trouble. Max cracks open a door and he looks through it. The coast is clear right now. Come on. I can explain once we're out of here. I, we just need to get to the shoreline. In trouble with what? This, the skeleton lords? No, believe me, there's worse things than skeletons. It looks like it's clear. Come on. Everybody through. He opens up the door. It looks like it leads into some kind of storage space. How big of skeletons is the trouble? Are we talking big skeletons or like a tiny swarm of skeletons? 
A tiny swarm? A swarm of deadly bees, for example. You know, they have exoskeletons. No, I'm worried more about guards. Ah, skeleton guides. Yes, I have stabbed many of those. I go through the door. You go through the door. It looks like a limestone cave that's been converted over to storage space. The ceilings are high, and they're held up by steel trusses, which must have been really expensive. There's boxes in neat rows, and at the far end, there's a door for people and a garage door. The people door is made out of wood, but the garage door appears to be made out of steel. Pry open a box. Lowry sticks his knife under a box and begins to pry it open. Max says, wait, wait, what are you doing? Come on. Ush, ush. There's loot here, I know it. Boom! The front doors are violently shoved open. Six guys dressed like town guard run in, except they're carrying long wands on crossbows. Similar to the contraption that Max had, only these look a lot beefier. Oh, darn it, they've made us! Max grabs you guys and he pulls you down. The guards yell, This is the town guard! Throw down your weapons and we can talk! Ah, oh, shoot, it's the town guard. Hey, uh, my hands are deadly weapons. What do you want me to do with those? The guards go, Which one is that? Is that Mason? Yeah, yeah, he's the monk. Uh, yeah, Mason! Your dad used to be a real problem with the town guard. We thought you'd be better. What the heck? How do these guys know my dad? Max says, Mason, these guys are not your friends. You've been deceived at every corner. We need to fight our way out. But they're, they're town, town guard. guard. It's okay. We're laying down our weapons. We wait, surrender. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, listen. They're in league with the skeletons. The skeletons? Yes. Yes. Every single one of them takes orders from a skeleton disguised as a man. It has draped itself in human flesh. No. Yes. What sorcery? Not a single one of them is trusted. In fact, they are skeletons wrapped in flesh golems. Uh, skeletons disguised as people? I didn't believe it myself the first time I was told. How, how, can, listen, you, listen, how can you tell? If we don't defeat them, they are going, they're going to kill us all. All right? This is your true test, the true skeleton battle. Are you from the Adventuring Guild? Yes. Yes. I wasn't supposed to blow my cover, but you are so sharp. Ah, well, you should have said from the beginning. We can always trust the Adventuring Guild. You won't deceive us, skeletons! I will never lay down my no, weapons! No, I, I would have liked the element of surprise. Yeah, but. yeah, I, I could have surrendered, been like, oh, I'm, I'm unarmed. One of the guards goes, oh, shoot, I think we've lost him. He grabs his collar and he goes, we've lost control, what do we do? All right, proceeding. And the guys fan out. So to set this scene really quick, you guys are behind a single pillar of boxes. There's several rows of boxes on either side of you. You would have to run straight down this row to get to those guys on the other side. Two of the town guards stack up on either side of the boxes and start shooting down the aisle. You guys are effectively pinned. However, I've been seeing Lowry waving his hand and motioning at me for a while now. Yeah, I left the group while they were talking. I have been sneaking around the boxes trying to get closer to the guards. The guards have fanned out and two of them are heading down the aisles together. Lowry, give me a stealth roll. Alright, they pass right by you. They don't even see you. Leap out and sneak attack one of the guards. You leap out, and with a quick swish of the knife, whoosh, you decapitate this guy. Just cut his whole head clean off. Boop! Rolls off of his shoulders and hits the floor. The other guard turns around and goes, ah! And combat begins. Lowry, you get to go again. Stab the other guy. You run up and you ice pick the other guy. He throws his arm out in the way and gets stabbed in the arm. And he stumbles backwards. He pulls the trigger on his gun, but you shove the muzzle away from your face. He fires up into the ceiling. Elvis, you're up. Leap out into the aisle and run straight for one of the guys shooting at us. You run into the suppressing fire. Pang, 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 pang. Shots punch through your armor. You're going to take eight body two times. But no stun on this, right? Yep, you are D&D characters. No stun. Just tons and tons of health points. You do not fall unconscious until you are dead. Well, then never mind. I don't even feel it. I'm coming for you. 
All right, you run down the aisle, you reach the guy. Leaping chop, religious cleave! You summon radiant power into your sword and then cleave down on the man and he explodes, evaporating into fire. Mason, you're next. I guess leap out and run straight down the other aisle. All right, you do some crazy parkour stuff, leaping across the boxes. You don't get hit by a single shot. I am unarmed, flying punch! All right, you bake some magic punch power into that, I see. You punch straight through the man's chest. Then it's their turn. Lowry, the guard fighting you, retreats. He runs back to the position that he was just at, only to see Mason and Elvis there and no friends. He grabs a little wooden cylinder attached to his chest, pulls it off, and then chucks it at you guys. It lands on the floor in front of you. Max ducks into the boxes and hides. The other two guys, who are sweeping around from the other side, realize you're not there anymore. They look ahead and see you down the aisle. The two of them open fire at once. Mason, you're going to take seven damage three times. Uh, oh, hey, hey. Then the wooden cylinder explodes. Patoom! It's a fireball in a can. Elvis and Mason take 10 damage. I am almost dead. Larry, you're up again. Throw my knife down the aisle at the guy that threw the grenade. You chuck that knife. Sticks in the guy's head and he goes down. Elvis, you're up. Priestly touching. Heal Mason. You run over and give Mason a healing hug. Uh, thanks, thanks, buddy. Mason. Okay, charge down the aisle, clothesline both guards at once. You fly down that aisle, putting a bit of monk magic in your shoulder and ba-boom, ba-boom. You may as well be a truck. You send these guys flying. They land away from you in a crumpled heap. It doesn't look like they're getting up. Phew. Well, I used a few abilities. I definitely need an hour rest. Yep, me too. That was all of my healing ability. Oh my god, not again. Max climbs out from behind the boxes. That was great, guys, but we do not have an hour to rest. Come on, we have to keep going. Outside, though, maybe you should go first. But we need to recover our abilities. Listen, did you think that that was bad? That was just six guys. There'll be a hundred of them if we wait. We have to move. A hundred? But how are we going to defeat that many of them? I nearly died from six meat skeletons. Meat skeletons? Yes, Lowry, those guards are meat skeletons. Isn't that why you killed them? Oh, yeah, 100%. I can tell by the seams in their neck, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Ah, well, you're very observant. Max picks up one of the guns and he throws it to you, Elvis. Here, you should be able to use this. I've never seen a contraption like this in my life. To you, it should be the same as operating a crossbow. Oh, well, I guess that makes sense. It can't run out of ammunition, but if you fire it too often, you will have to let it recharge for a few minutes. So do be sparing. What about me? Can I have one? I don't believe you'll know how to use it. Well, how does Elvis know how to use it, but I don't know how? Well, let's at least loot the bodies, grab the guns, take off the armor, see what's in their pockets. Again, time is of the essence. I would rather you not, and it would be better if we traveled light. Come on. Max checks out the front door, then heads outside. Well, are we just going to leave this stuff? Aim down the sights of a gun and try to shoot the middle of a faraway box. Pew, pew, pew! It kicks back and feels awkward. You miss your shot. Well, let me try. Pew, 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 pew! You blast a hole through that box. Feels like riding a bike to you. But why? Obviously, they didn't train you to use crossbows in the mountains. But the only weapon I've ever seen Elvis use is a sword. Well, some of us just have an intuitive knowledge of weapons, Mason. Some of us have a direct connection to God. That as well. Max checks in again. Hello? Time is of the essence? Are you satisfied testing the weapons? Yes, I would like to reiterate, I am dying. I need to rest for one hour. No, the coast is clear and I'd like it to stay clear. Come on. There's a truck back here with some supplies. All right, head out. You exit the cave and are now at the mouth of a cave. As promised, there's what looks like a steel carriage parked outside. Max opens up the back, rummages around, and pulls out a backpack. All right, I've got enough rations and camping gear to last us for a few days. We've got a bit of a hike on us, and our enemies will be pursuing us the entire way. Well, we should head back to town and tell the Adventuring Guild about this. 
No, I'm afraid they've been compromised. Compromised? That's impossible. The guild leader is one of the skeletons. He has been since the very beginning. No. Joachim? I knew there was something weird about that guy. Absolutely. Think about it. Who sent you here? It was Joachim, wasn't it? Well, actually, it was a receptionist with a letter. Yes, but who gives the marching orders? You've been deceived again. I just don't see what they gain. What's the angle? You do at least believe me on the deception, though, don't you? Well, yes. I mean, we're being bamboozled. Clearly, there's an entire back room and, 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 and all this. So you could give them second chances. Well, they're the Adventuring Guild. We absolutely should. How will we know where to go without them to tell us? Ah, but didn't you say that you should never trust a skeleton? By Jove, I can't argue with that logic. Yes, well. Max climbs into the front seat of the truck, pulls out a little glass marble, and puts it into a slot in the truck. The truck roars to life, emitting a faint blue light as it does so. This is clearly some kind of magic. Max grabs a quill and begins writing something on the dashboard of the truck, then he climbs down. The truck backs up, and then drives away by itself. That'll be the first thing they chase. Should get them after their own tails for a while. As for us, we're going through the woods. Have we ever seen anything like that truck before? Nope, never in your lives. The technology you're familiar with is close to Renaissance at best. What was that? And shouldn't we be riding it? Look how fast it is. It may look fast, but the skeletons have faster vehicles. Aerial vehicles. You don't mean they have a dragon lich? Well, that would be intimidating, but no. Max begins marching clear into the woods. Well, what, what kind of flying contraption do they have? What does it do? You know, I don't know the technical specifics. It's not really my area of expertise. Okay, who are you, Max, and what is your area of expertise? Well, like I said, I'm from the Adventuring Guild. Adventure always did appeal to me. I like the idea of a good fight, a bit of a challenge. Quite inspired by yourselves, in fact, which is why I volunteered for this mission. From the Adventuring Guild, right? A mission from the Adventuring Guild. Mm, yes, an Adventuring Guild. Sort of a resistance, if you will. You see, I'm from an adventuring guild that is currently fighting the Skeleton King. The Skeleton King. I thought he was only a legend. Yeah, the skeletons don't seem to have much of an organizational hierarchy. Well, the skeletons here on this little island don't, but the ones abroad certainly do. Oh, so he's the Skeleton King of a different nation. Mm, yes. Yes, I believe that's accurate. So you're fans of us? Ever since I was just a boy, yes. Okay, back up. Because we have not been adventuring for that long. Max turns around and looks at you. He's walking backwards. Mm, not you, per se. I suppose the general field of adventuring is what I've been a fan of since I was a child. Though I never much went in for the homelessness, or the lack of family. I've got a flat back in my home country, and a wife. Just one son, seven years old. He's doing well in school. We're not homeless. Yeah, we live in the adventuring guild. Oh, which room number? Paul, which room do we live in? Funniest thing, you can't seem to recall. Well, I'm sure that we live somewhere in the Adventuring Guild. They have rooms for us. Yeah, and I've got family. My dad. And when's the last time you ever saw your father when he wasn't an actor? Well, years ago, I ran away from home. Logical, I suppose. And how about you, Elvis? Where's your family? They were all killed by skeletons. It was a tragic series of days. And Lowry? <laughs> well, there you go. No homes, no family, no one to tie you down. Some would say that kind of thing is liberating. You're free to go anywhere at any time for as long as you want. But personally, I think having an anchor really gives you motive. I mean, it's my country. I care about it. My wife is there. I want a better life for her. So I do what needs to be done to protect my nation and make it a better place. I'm avenging my dead family. I know. I've actually been setting this up for quite a while. And your group is simply an open book. You walk into a place and basically announce to everyone who your family is, why you're here, what you're doing. Uh, hey, don't knock cathartic venting. It's, it's, it feels good. 
Do you ever think it's weird how everything is in a nice enclosed space and you can walk there and take your rests and nothing ever really seems to get the better of you? Well, that's because the Adventuring Guild curates everything. They scout it out and they let us know where stuff is. Well, if I were the leader of a bunch of skeletons, I'd go on the attack. I'd defend myself proactively. I wouldn't wait for a small group of crack soldiers to come to me. Well, that's the difference between humanity and skeletons. Skeletons are incredibly stupid. Maybe. You guys hear a rumbling. It sounds like it's coming from overhead. A carriage with spinning blades attached to it flies by. Max freezes. He waits, but the carriage doesn't come back. I don't think they spotted us. Avoid clearings. Try not to be seen by one of those things. What was that? A helicopter. It's scouting for us. If they spot us, we'll be surrounded from all angles. Does skeletons have that kind of device? Oh, in the home nation of the Skeleton King, they've got more than that. They've got battleships. Crawling war machines. More trucks like the one that you just saw. It's terrible. The world needs your help more than anything. But first thing, we've got to get you all off this island. But how have we never heard of all this? Because the skeletons have you right where they want you. 